Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting edition of the Wanker Anchor Podcast. And the news of keeping it consistent here at the studio, because I like to give everyone a fair shake. I want to give everyone the maximum number of whatever points that can go in their direction positively that I can. So I brought up India on last week's episode, how they were not a superpower. Well, in the meantime, in the interim, I something caught my eye. Something caught a lot of people's eye. Because two people lost both of their eyes because they lost their heads. In a ritualistic sacrifice, these Indians, this cute couple, they did a sacrifice. Now, why did they do that? Well, first, let's explain their sacrifice. So this couple, this these poor slum, just beaten down by life, living in tin shacks, superpower couple, power couple. They were the leaders of the slums. So they had to bring, be brought to atone for the power on the wheel of suffering that the Brahmins have wrought upon the world. So they get this couple. And they they set they cut their heads off and they they let it roll. They play with it like a soccer ball for a second or two. And then and then they let it roll in a fire for the the sacrifice. They wanted that nice snap crackle pop. You can't once you start popping, you can't stop. If I've learned anything. Alright? Once you start grabbing girls on the street, once you start shitting in the streets, you can't stop. Okay? Once you start redeeming, no good. No good. Don't even play. Don't even go down that road. My young listeners out, do not redeem. So the sacrifice, this ritual sacrifice from this first world advanced superpower nuclear nation was, I I did a little more slight uh, cursory glances into it. Uh, Apparently it's so that they can get toilets uh, in their facilities. Now, I don't know why they don't just use uh, some of their muscle. They just had somebody kill one of their politicians. Why don't you just stick up? Uh, go go to Charmin. Oh, go to these companies. They have addresses. You don't have to cut your head off and let it roll into a fire. Okay? Not every problem you're going to be able to solve is over the computer. You're going to have to sometimes go out and do some legwork. All right? Not everything can be as simple as calling people up in the retirement home. Guys are going to be really fucked whenever the millennials grow up. You're going to have to catch a new scam. Speaking of people being fucked up, there's the whole country of the United States right now. I was going to bring up, I'm looking up in the uh, show notes here, Ralph Yarl. Ralph Yarl, he is a token, he's a minority token, of the issue here at hand. Okay, he knocked on somebody's door and got shot. Now, some stuff are coming about whether he was inside the house now or not. You know, it's going on. But the fear-mongering within the news right now with people going into driveways, knocking on the wrong door, being shot. Why are we why are we focusing on the bad aspects of Americans being psychotic and owning guns? Why doesn't the news ever run a good story? Local man defending himself from something that wasn't really a threat, but he had 
the lethal force to save himself. Why don't we ever hear that? Why don't we ever hear uh, Teen was shot in the chest six times, center mass, all near each other? Wow, great shot. Why don't we ever hear that? Why don't we ever hear reports of uh, Colin Powell and the destruction that the CIA is ringing out with Operation Fast and Furious? Or Chicago, Lori Lightfoot stepping down. And now it's worse than ever. Now the cities are worse and more dangerous than ever. Homelessness on the rise. Crime. Rape. Destruction. No, no ounce of this earth will not be sucked dry. And then you walk outside. Then you walk outside. Sure, there's lots of homeless people, but it's, it's kind of really not that bad. It's not that bad. I believe now, of course, there are some uh, crazy people out there just opening fire. Uh, There was some girl turning around at the edge of a driveway and some old man gun nut ventilated her. Uh, Yeah, maybe people because here's the thing. No matter what we say or do about firearms. Okay, here's another little hard, hard truth for you. You listening? A lot of people don't like these hard truths when they come out on this show, but they do. It's just the fact of the world. There are more guns in the United States than any other country. Probably all of them put together. Okay, let's just be honest. Now, we don't necessarily have the most sane population. Now, what I mean by that is I have discussed time and time again on this program that we are number one in having shitty healthcare. We're the number one in having the worst education. We're the number one in pretending the United States is a knockoff Gucci bag. Okay. And whenever you have a knockoff Gucci bag and you let it sit in the sun or in the closet because you forgot about it while you were running around trying to scheme whatever crackhead ideas you had to come up with to pay for your insulin that month, well, that bag dries out, and it starts rotting from the inside out. And that is exactly what is happening across the United States from top to bottom. The American president's son is a crack addict. If it can affect him, it can affect all of us. That's why I drink. I'm I'm presidential. You see this non-alcoholic beer? Presidential. But speaking of presidential, I and Ann Coltair. Ann Coltair is a beautiful uh woman as she is. She uh recently came out with a solution. A solution to end the abortion debate once and for all. Now, Mrs. Coltair is a striking public commentator, political pantheon a titan in and unto herself and whenever she has put the galaxy of neurons that resides in her skull together and rubbed them together to generate some frequency of static electricity to open her mouth she has produced the result that the solution to the abortion problem 
is to ban abortions for registered Republicans only. Now, I think this is, uh, it's a good start. Coulter has been in the game for a while, but I want her to know that there's a new generation of bad motherfuckers, of bad bitches out there. And we, if we come together, Gen Z, the millennials, Gen X, whom they will soon take over or be forgotten about. Who knows? I've already forgotten where they'll end up. I think we can come together on a solution that is amicable for all parties involved. The uh, parents, the children, society, it'll confiscate more guns than ever. Uh, abortions will be solved. What I say is we shut down every abortion clinic from coast to coast, from shining sea to shining sea. We shut them all down. Shut it down. Because we won't need abortion clinics when we can just send our children to school. We're solving the education problem, the overpopulation problem. The guns will be confiscated. The person will be killed at the end. It's a win, 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 win for everyone involved. There'll be less Democrat children running around. They'll be dead. There'll be less Republican children running around. They'll be dead. How has no one saw it, seen this easy, simple solution? Democrats hate Republicans. They want them dead. Republicans want the Democrats gone. We all want each other gone. Let's send our kids to school. Let's all have a mass extinction event. In fact, I want this program to first roll out in one of the most expensive schools in the United States. We need to start construction on this building as soon as possible. We'll have it be a, a communist just behemoth in a cornfield. It'll look like a strip mall. It'll be pure Americana, baby. There'll be nothing around for miles. You'll have to fly in. We'll put little, you know, posts on it. Build a moat. It'll be fine. Typical American school. All right. And it will be giant. You know, like those communist statues that they built in the 70s, 80s, uh, USSR. They're, you know, larger than life. Obvious, uh, harsh block commie propaganda pieces. We will do this with this school. It will be futuristic. It will be historic. It will be modern. It will be sleek. It will be America. And we will take pictures of this. We will wire it up with CCTV throughout 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The children will get to know what it will be like to live in a prison where many of them will end up. Many of them will end up in prison because of the lack of prospects, the lack of community, the lack of social interaction, the lack of necessary drive for people to get off their ass and actually meet with one another. Because as fun as playing around on the internet is and collaborating, which it most certainly is, most people don't know how to then parlay these relationships into something actually meaningful. They share their time with people, but that's it. That's all life is to people who have just spent their entire time on the, on the internet. And that's, and that's fine. 
That's fine. But you're going to have to learn how to suck some cock for rock. Because you're going to have to, not all of you are going to make it on Twitch. Not all of you are going to make it on YouTube. Some of you are going to have to have a mental breakdown whenever my McGriddle isn't cooked right. I'm going to be out there looking for you. Prowling. Prime candidates for America's top school. We're going to send you in. We're going to take pictures. It'll be a huge propaganda piece. There'll be blood all over the walls. Then we'll wash it off. Little grates in the hallways. We'll just power spray it right on off. Your bodies will go in. You ever seen the pictures of Tiananmen Square? Have you the power washing? It's quite efficient. Chinese are ahead of the curve on a lot of these issues. You know, not for nothing. I'm going to start shilling for China now. And while we're shilling, while we're shilling and sailing across the world, as we fat fuck Americans do, just not a care in the world, floating around, just bombing the shit out of people, subsidizing oil prices, putting international and limited companies in offshore accounts, just pyramids on top of pyramids of LLCs, so that one day, hopefully, we can go on a cruise. We can go on a celebrity cruise. No, there will not be celebrities. This is the name of the cruise line. We will go on that cruise and we will drink some booze. Later, we might even meet another fat well and we can schmooze. Maybe if she's a little loose, we'll get together and snooze. And then later, you'll die. Later you'll die and you'll be stuck in the drinks cooler for six days. That is what Celebrity Cruises has done to an individual. Their body started decomposing in the drinks cooler. Yum. Yum. I want to go on a Celebrity Cruise and die and be liquefied in a drink cooler so that everyone on that ship has to drink me. I want everyone on that ship. I want it to be a little part of everyone on that ship. Okay, that's that's what I do every time I get in front of this microphone. That's what I do every time I make a a video. That's what I do every time I just try to reach out and establish those communications that I so slandered 12 minutes ago. I'm trying to reach out to you. I'm trying to be a part of you. A little piece of you. In me being a little piece. Now, if we were on that cruise... If I keep this podcast going uh, in my time of demise, you can become a part. I will become a part of you. And then later, you will feel the the hatred and the rage, which has convinced me that I need to sit around and yell at the void about how dumb I perceive you cattle. I look at you people when I walk around on the street. Less than a juicy's a Gentile. You're you're not even untamention. You're not a minch. Throw yourself in front of a train. Delay it. Let's get this ball rolling. 
Because while we are getting this ball rolling, and I haven't killed anybody, my body wasn't in a drinks cooler that I didn't put anybody in a drinks cooler. And I didn't shoot the little 14-year-old little Ronald, a 14-year-old rapper. Let's just go back to everybody being shot in driveway. Maybe he was in somebody's driveway drill rapping. I'm drill rapping. I'm little Ronald. Well, we're 14-year-olds rapping and getting shot now. I keep... I want to believe there's nothing new under the sun, okay? 14-year-olds, they've gotten killed before in the past. They've gotten mauled. They've gotten maimed. There's always been nefarious activities going on in the world. Let's sit here and not pretend like there hasn't been, okay? Let's not pretend like we're in some special uh, part of time and space in the history of the earth. No, more and more of just the awful brutality and nature of the history and the ongoings of politicians. If anyone's been paying attention to anything for a sec, a glance, if a photon has come off of an independent news source and caught your eye, like you would have got pink eye, you should know at least a little bit about some ongoings and nefarious activities. Okay, so that's not new. But a 14-year-old rapping and getting... I say, I say you should have had better security. That's what I say. Say if you're old enough to go out and rap and you want to start trouble at 14, well, you're an adult. You're an adult. You're a rapper, as far as I'm concerned. And who am I to say? I'm just a little Jewish boy with curly hair. I'm no, I'm no match for the little brown bull. That's a little brown bull that my wife's going to get one day. I'm going to watch him in the corner. I'm no match. So I need them to be cut off at the source. Preferably at Planned Parenthood or that school we're about to build. In the middle of the cornfield. See, it all comes back together. It all comes back together. And while I'm keeping consistency and covering this absolutely idiotic nation... Elon Musk, my favorite person ever. I love him. I love Elon because he came out with a proposal. If you can prove that he had an emerald mine, if you can prove he came from wealth, then he has offered a cash money prize, $1 million. If you can prove that uh, Mr. Musk didn't just pull himself up by his South African pine straw boots. Well, as it turns out, someone heard about this offer. Someone named his father. Merrill Musk. Melon Musk. Melon Musk heard about this offer and said, Elon, you fool. You absolute fucking idiot. I have the receipts. Everyone in our family knows that we had an emerald mine. And then what does Elon do? What does he do? Well, you can't enter the contest if you're part of his family. Which, you know, good on... That family seems fun. Now that I'm talking, that family seems fun. Some billionaire jet setter just, hey, you can't prove it uh, unless you're part of my family. Then your family comes out and proves it and you're like, nah, Josh, I'm just, just joshing you. You know, they're probably sitting back home laughing. They're all just having a great time. That's why Elon's daughter won't talk to him and hates him. They seem like a nice, fun family who have hollowed themselves out so much 
that they are just their own people and they don't look for their family for approval. They are their own people. And this this is honestly a giant, giant problem that a lot of people uh, can't seem to come to grips with in reality, in their own heads, in their own world, their subjective experience, the sonder of their lived experiences. My ESG scores are going through the roof right now. You can't seem to understand. Just because people in your life are nice, just because they play, uh, they're related to you. So people are going to play different roles in your life at different times. Okay. Uh, and you can't have this set in stone expectation that just because they're your family, just because you were best friends five days ago, doesn't mean Bob didn't fuck your girlfriend two days ago. Now you have to start reassessing your relationship, uh, as the cuck and Bob the bull. You can't just, so you have to be your own person. You have to, you have to throw your family in the rearview mirror. You have to crush them. You have to hollow yourself out. And maybe, maybe after you're done hollowing yourself out, you will find family in there. Maybe you'll find friends. Maybe you'll find things that you didn't even know you were capable of. Maybe you'll shoot a 14-year-old drill rapper because he was talking shit on your mom and won't give you respect. I don't know what you'll find in there. That's between you and yourself and God, okay? It's not my business what you find. And quite frankly, it's not anybody else's business either. But you have to do some self-reflection. It's time, it's time people started looking in the mirror and realizing who they are and what they want out of life. And it, and you can go and talk to these people because 99% of people, they have plans. They have plans. Oh, next week or next month. We have plans. Well, they've had plans since they were 15. They've had plans since they were 10. Where the fuck are the execution on the plans at? Where's the happenings? Because the only plans that you've gotten so far have ended you up in a low-rent apartment, okay? The only plans that you've ever put action in has ended you up uh, groveling, going in, sucking dick, sucking your boss's tank, licking his ass. Where's your plans at? As Anton Sugar said, if the rule that you lived brought you here, of what use was the rule? These plans. No one out there has any fucking plans. Yeah, you plan to wake up and go to work tomorrow and hopefully not die and get hit by a car and pretend you care about the people you work with and maybe, maybe the people you tolerate in your free time. You don't have any fucking plans. Your only plan is to eat shit, sleep, breathe, not die, and hopefully not piss anybody off because your plan is you can keep people around you long enough to keep sucking the life out of them in case anything bad happens to you because you can't stand up on your own as an island. Now, plan? What are you, fucking Ted Kaczynski? Plans? The only thing you can, you can't even plan tomorrow. You don't even go to bed whenever you plan to. There's no plans in your life. You're sick. You're disgusting. You're absolutely feverishly crazy. You're American. It's the American way. Even Pat, World War II, you can't predict your enemy if your enemy has no plan. This is very important to America's psyche. 
Because the psychopaths that run this world, the psychopaths that you look up to, the psychopathic comedians that we're watching on podcasts, the psychopathic actors that we're getting around and celebrating, they've hollowed themselves out to a degree that they are extremely good, extremely convincing of what they do and who they, they have a public relations manager, many of these people. Okay, they they live a constructed life. And these are the heroes of the day. And it's becoming increasingly more and more uh, apparent just the decay and the rot in which we as a society as a whole, but specifically Americans, because anyone from around the world will tell you the number one of export of America is not bombs. It's not dead bodies. It's not bullets. It's not gunpowder. It's not grain. It's not stocks. It's not wealth. It's not English. It's, well, okay, it's culture. English may be part of that. Brain association. Sorry. It's culture. The culture is metastasizing especially with the internet and English being the lingua franca of the internet. The de facto is with 80%, 90% of all content on the internet is English. So now you're having people going into very specific and very narrow channels on the internet, all being influenced by English, heavily English culture, absolutely decimating the artists, the Strange people, the people in the middle, it is churning out a conformity machine like none other. Oh, you saw your friend do a cartwheel on TikTok with a ba 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 uh, with the music. Hey, why why don't you? Oh, well, add some blue lights. Let's let's do that. Oh, well, oh, did you see your friend shit out a a corn cob from her puss? Well, maybe you should shove a corn cob up your puss. Okay, you're only eight. You better get used to your life because this is it. Next year, your mom's going to be on Xanax and you're going to be starting OnlyFans, okay? We're going to be moving to Washington where you can emancipate yourself and you can actually get on OnlyFans. It's totally legal. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Hopefully, you'll get lucky enough and some homeless person will die outside your house and you can walk outside and get what leftover meth they have. Won't that be nice? That sounds nice. That's actually the plan for American healthcare. After all the homeless people fucking die, we can just go outside and uh, hit the meth. Take the teeth out of their skull and hit it. Just fucking juice it up. Put it in my veins. Sick and tired of this country. It's a joke of a country. And then you, you, what? One person out of a hundred. It's exhausting talking to people. I would rather yell into the void. Because unlike Justin Jones, the politician... Who, by the way, there was a b- big outrage uh, about the politician who did their stand-ins. Uh, I think it was Alabama. One white senator, two black males. And everyone was calling outrage about how, oh, it's racist. Because they let the white woman back in. Not the black men. Not the African Americans. Not the, you know. Not the little Ronalds. Little Ronalds had to stay outside. They had to practice their drill rap outside. But then if you go actually watch the videos and their apologies, not even their apologies, okay? 
if you watch their follow-up, their explanation of their actions, of trying to stand out and be disobedient civilly, she was the only one apologizing. She was the only one who held her composure. She was the only one speaking reasonably about the actions that she did. Now, I'm, I don't care. Look, bomb the government for all I give a shit. This is not an endorsement. I don't give a shit. But if you're going to just not look past the flagrant propaganda being shoved down people's throats, then what are you doing? The next time you're asked about any idea, take, spin, your input, if it's not mathematically solvable, 2 plus 2, 4, 5 plus 5, 10, if it requires nuance, a little black and white, a little cold tear brain cell rubbing explosion to get the jaw masticating, you should keep your mouth shut. Keep it shut. The only time you should open up your mouth is if Dylan Klebold is in that school with you and he says, open, open your mouth. I have a present for you. All of your opinions, all of your ideas, the news, the propaganda that you take in. I will reward you for your obedience to Fox. I will reward you for your CNN loyalty. Here is your redemption card. Insert it into your mouth. It's exactly what you deserve. No one knows shit about anything. And the people who do actually come out and say, hey, I know a little bit about some things. But for the vast majority of topics, it's so obfuscated in a gray area. It's like, not to talk about what I said before, the Anheuser-Busch, ex-CIA. There's so many smoke and mirrors from the top down of what they want you to think. Departmentalization. Uh, compact information in departments, right? Compartmentalization of information between the alphabet agencies. Working together, but also working, working in tandem, but separate. It's impossible to know. And I'm not one of those people who thinks the government's all powerful. 9-11 wasn't inside. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I don't care. It's not the point. The point is if you just take everything face value, which you do, because you're going to take this for face, a lot of you will take this for face value, uh, kill yourself. Not really. I can't endorse that. But if you died, I wouldn't care. Wouldn't care. I wouldn't care because this country is not Paris. This country is not France. God damn it. God fucking damn it, you cock Americans. I'm fucking sick and tired of you. France. So they're raising the uh, pension age. Two years. Two years. All right. Two years. 62 to 64, I believe. Doesn't matter. Not the point. Macron. Macron takes his fucking watch off. Macron takes his watch off while he's given an explanation for it and he forces it through the Senate. All right. What's France's response? Because everybody knows that they rioted. But have you heard about what they're doing now? Because they're not stopping. Are they occupying Wall Street for two months? Huh? 
Are they taking down the big, bad, evil corporations that the anti-establishment wanted gone and now people love them and they're part of the establishment? And by now that I'm saying that out loud, ESG has done a fucking number on a lot of you. Not my audience. You guys are smart. You guys are brave. You're, you see through even my own propaganda because I have a CIA handler right off screen. So the French, what do they do? What do the French do? Did they get their guillotines? Not yet. They're building them. They're chopping down the fucking trees. No, they go into what is the equivalent of the stock exchange in Paris. Paris. They're not having wine. They're not sm well, they are smoking cigarettes. They're probably drinking wine and smoking cigarettes. They're bringing road flares in there. They're smoking the building out. They're running them home. You want to make money here? Not today. Not tomorrow. Not next week. Not ever. Go. Get out. They're not collecting the trash. And now the highways. The highways. What do we do here uh, in See, we want to lay down in highways in America. We're a very sloven country. If it actually requires effort, there's no amount of effort in going to get super glue and super gluing your disgusting 300 pound fat ass on the highway so you can't get to work. It'd be like a whale exploded. You'd kill, more damage would be done to the car than an average American, even by morality standards. In fact, it'd probably be better. No, they're cementing them shut with cinder blocks. They're taking cinder blocks, cement, and shutting their highways down. They're shutting the whole fucking country down. All the municipalities, all the people together. Not letting their country get fucked with. Now, why can't we do that here? And that's, it's all Americans' fault. But one of the explanations is too big of a country. Too big of a country. There's no locus. There's no... We, we have Washington and we have New York Stock Exchange. We also have LA. We have other big players. Okay? They have Paris. They also have a good rail system. They also have good health care. I wonder how they got that. No, it doesn't matter how hard it is to get your rights. What? What are we taught? What are we doing? You fat... Fucking Americans disgust me. I'm repulsed to be even called an American. I'm going to start telling people I'm Canadian. I just Let's just bring it back. Let's just bring it back to Trump and politics. Because old Sarah Huckabee and Trump have come out and come up with one of the best solutions to this political upheaval that I can think of in modern history. You're now going to have to take political tests and write essays about why this person is your favorite person ever, or you're not allowed to work for them. It's great. Look here, son. I can just imagine. Imagine Trump talking oh yeah she uh my trump is i'm not even gonna do that it's just the codification the childlike nature that not only do politicians uh millionaires and billionaires flagrantly treat uh their 
absolute ridiculous concentration of wealth, specifically in this country. Maybe you have that in the United Arab Emirates, you know, but the open abuse of that. And now, and now they're even targeting people who want to campaign. How many people are going to work for a politician and intentionally hampering their campaign or throwing a wrench in the gears? How often does that actually happen? What are these essays doing? Oh, you're a yes man. Small tasks. You can take care of that. Well, you guys can't even take care of building a wall. If you can't do that, I'm not writing a fucking essay. In fact, I'm going to write an essay about how the where the air ducts in the White House are. I'm going to write an essay about all the escape routes, about the time, location, date, places where the members of the CIA and the Secret Service patrol. I'm going to write a document about the windows, which ones are fake, which ones are reinforced. I'm going to write a document about the sonar underground LIDAR detection that I'm going to take around the public grounds of the White House for any opening securities. I'm going to take an excavator and I'm going to dig deep. I'm going to dig down to China all the way to China. And I'm going to write a book about that and I'm going to send it to every politician. Sleep tight. Sleep tight. Because you have to remember, you have to remember you have an address, your private plane, your Wall Street connections, your fancy shoes, your tie, your Bel Air mansion. Everyone says we can't fight the government. Uh, what is your gun going to do against drones? Well, I don't know. The Taliban's doing pretty good. I mean, look at the uh, discrepancy and sizes and force between Ukraine and Russia. They're fighting each other. Everybody, Russians think Russia's winning. Everybody else seems to think Ukraine's winning. So they must just still be fighting. Pretty equal, huh? What are they using? Rust? I mean, guys, you got to get real here. Guys, you have to get real. We need, we have to have them. Little Ronnie is an acceptable fate to have for the freedom of the nation. George Washington knew that what would happen with Little Ronnie. He was a Freemason. Okay, you don't think he didn't see the scripture? You don't think he wasn't blind to the fact? Wasn't revealed by Terry Davis himself? He knew what was going to happen. It was all inscribed in the scrolls, the Dead Sea Scrolls. He wrote them. He was there. He is pure energy moving throughout the world, moving throughout these lands. He knew that little Ronnie would have to die because we need firearms in this country. God sent him to make his most strongest schizophrenic country to date, to give us the hardest battles, to lead as an example, a shining, schizophrenic, raging bull beacon of freedom to the rest of the world. To go absolutely crazy, to go apeshit, to make a mockery of politics, of children, of, of money, of time, of treating people with dignity, of respect, of giving a shit about humanity itself and yet still coming out on top. He sent us for a very clear task. And George Washington is still roaming these lands as a free-floating energy spirit, giving us the power that we so crave to be psychopathic 
to be as animalistic as we are to truly see what matters in the world. It's not, it's not little Donnie. It's not healthcare. It's not treating your citizens with respect. It's not about rioting in New York. It's not about shutting the government down. It's about bitching about it relentlessly and doing nothing about it. It's about hoping one day that a better day will come. But the most you're willing to do is talk on Twitter. To go down to the local watering hole where they kick anybody out with wrong opinions. To truly isolate yourself. To turn the rot in the community on itself. To totally isolate you not only physically, but to isolate you in your mind as well. Such that if somebody says anything slightly negative, something slightly controversial, something slightly off script that you haven't heard from somewhere else, that you'll automatically start having convulsions like an MK Ultra victim, fucking just losing your absolute shit and screaming and shit in your pants. To get you caught up in such a frivolous culture war that words are now triggering your brain to elicit a motor response that you then fly off the handle and your brain just rewires itself. You can't handle it. You can't handle this modern society. Because if I know anything about it, I'm with Justin Jones. He's not making anybody write papers about why they want to work with him. He's not saying that, the government was so racist that he was just going to give up on his job. No, you know what he did? He, the next week, brought in a child-sized casket to the Senate, the Alabama Senate. Now, I think that's fantastic. If I were him, little Justin, hey, Justin, if this gets back to you, not for nothing, I want credit. I'll find a way to make it happen. Uh, Those dead bodies... Over at Celebrity Cruises. Maybe go uh, take a look in their drink cooler. Maybe you'll find uh, one of those abortions from a woman fleeing a red state. Scoop that on out. It's probably a goop by that point. It'll be all right. And just put that in the baby coffin next time you go to the Senate. All right? Don't show up empty-handed. Don't show up with an uh, empty gesture. All right? It's like showing up with a false prophet. You don't do that. You show up with the child-sized casket with a child inside of it, all right? You don't show up to a party with an empty bottle of booze. You don't You don't go to the gun range with blanks unless you're Alec Baldwin. I think we, we can learn this by now. You don't get on a plane intending to hijack it and learn how to land it, all right? There's no need for that. So if you're going to bring a child casket, if you're going to bring these items, these mementos to prove a point, bring the dead body next time, all right? I know one of my friends actually works for Celebrity Cruises. I can hook you up. This is not a big deal. In fact, we can choose the race of the baby. So that way you can have the maximum political outrage that you'd like. We can get you exactly what you want, which is attention and media and people talking about it. So if you want a Chinese baby, you tell me. You want a black baby? You tell me. Hey, hey, we might even be able to get little Donnie. I don't know. I don't have any connections with uh them but yeah, who am i to say 
Maybe they want to prove a point. All right. Maybe they want to stop the beef, Instagram beef of 10 year old rappers. None of my business what you guys do. I I'm a I connect people. I'm a rain man type figure. And much like Rain Man, everything's gonna have to come to an end. So I wanna leave this with a positive message. Can we find the positive message? Let's find the positive message. As much strife as we have, as far as we've come and as far as we will go i think that america plays a extremely important part at the world stage because if no one else was going to go around and bully these nerdy non-nations who didn't matter if we're going to whip them into shape no one else can do that that has to be america they see us as fat our military recruitment's at an all-time low. 60% of us are obese. Absolutely everyone's falling out of society in the next generations. This is fantastic. This is absolutely fantastic. Because now we can enter into an age of no borders, no countries. The flattening of the internet and the invasion of the culture will continue the wars will stop we will be too fat for wars we will be too comfortable with our pods the headsets feel nice we won't need to meet in real life it's all in the metaverse look at me i'm part of the metaverse now you can walk around and hear this at any time you'd like the metaverse, it lives on. It's definitely not on some server in the middle of a desert with lots of cooling equipment hosted next to another file drive of child porn that only the elites have to with a secret connection to Comet Pizza. It's definitely not that. They wouldn't allow that. There's nothing bad going on. Just live your life. Do nothing about it. Go to your job. Go home. Raise your family. Pay taxes. You have a plan. One day you'll get beat this. One day you'll be free. One day you won't have to answer to your boss anymore. One day you won't be working the 9 to 5 grind. All you have to do is listen to another episode of Joe Rogan and hear him talk about civilians and how he couldn't handle that. How his life would be terrible. But we have to listen to him. And his millionaire friend's opinions in Austin, Texas. We have to elevate these comedians and these philosophers who are addicted to benzos and probably the absolutely, truly the most psychopathic people. Prop them up. The old psychopaths don't work anymore. The actors, the musicians, they don't work. Now we need pure entertainment. Straight to the veins, LSG entertainment. 24-7. Stream, hour-long podcasts, YouTube. We need that in my... If you're not posting on Twitter every second of every day, what the fuck are you doing? We are a nation of psychopaths. And that is what makes America great. We don't have to be great again. Because we were never bad. 
We were never bad. Did you hear it? Do you hear all the people who hate America? Why? Why? Oh, it's a country of slavery. Good. Good. I haven't heard that opinion. Where's that opinion? Oh, the United States, the country of slavery. Good. It took absolute psychopathic savagery to build the civilization that you see around you today from Brazil to Russia, from South Horn, the Cape South Africa, all the way up to Alaska. All right. It took monumental, absolute psychopathic hollowed out savagery to get to where we're at as a species. And I'm proud to say I'm part of the craziest part of the most dangerous. I embrace it. I embrace it. Unlike most of you pussies. Oh, we got it. That's, that's probably one of the biggest contributing factors to, uh, the downfall of the civilization sex drives reproduction people being online all the time being censored everything being flattened conformity do the same thing everyone else is doing have the same opinions or be muted risk crying wonder that i wonder what that does to someone's psyche over an extended period of time probably something not good i intentionally go out of my way to Watch and see things that offend me on a deeply personal level. It's good. I think it's healthy for you. It keeps you on your toes. It keeps your brain active. Okay? It's not good to be a gormless, uh, contortionless, just thing of gas that just takes the shape of whatever container it puts it. you put it in. Okay? That's not good for your psyche. That's not good for you as a human being. You have to look... At the mirror of reality in the face. You are part of reality. You are part of the molecules that make up this universe. You're as real as the Indian people getting their heads cut off. Just because it's happening far away doesn't matter. Alright? You're part of this experience called life. What a fucking shame it would be if you spent your entire life spending it around people who conform to your ideas, who you would feel bad about offending if you couldn't say absolutely anything you wanted to. What a, you have to put your mind in a Cirque du Soleil contortionist freak show to even be yourself? No, I say no, absolutely not. You tear and you mow through people like they're just ants on the ground. You fucking fight for your goddamn right to say what you want. Because if you don't, no one else will. No one else will. No one's going to fight for your right. No one's going to fight for my right. I'm not going to fight for my right. I'm going to go to Twitter. And I'm going to yell and scream. Actually, no, later I'm going to upload a video. Somebody almost, uh, if you're still strapped into this podcast, thank you. Somebody almost attacked me at a bar the other day because I was trying to ex be funny. I was expressing some funny fun funs. God. Well. Well, that's unfortunate. Downed beer. But as I was saying, if uh, you listen this far... I have a video coming out on my main channel. I'm going to have to sit down and edit it up. But someone almost uh, attacked me at a bar. It's a fun time. I hope to go out and get uh, more footage of that. 
I'm going to have to throttle the conversation to not immediately just, you know, be incendiary as possible. But uh, it was fun for me. I'm going to chop it up. Uh, And yeah, if you're listening weekly, daily, if you don't listen, you know, fuck you. But if you do, I appreciate the support. Any play helps. And yeah, I'll see you next month because I'm not going anywhere. But like most Americans, I have no plans. My plan is to go into work and die. Okay? Just like the rest of you, except I'm I'm comfortable with that. I am here to tell the truth. Because once I tell these truths in front of people, they get angry. They get very mad at me. So I have to get a camera and a microphone and talk to the void. Because the void is the only thing that's left for me, quite honestly. And for many of you as well. I imagine many people that listen to this podcast, all two of you, the vo- the only thing that awaits is the void. And while we're surfing the Kali Yuga, going down the void, hanging ten, brother, I'm going to at least be there for you. I'll be there. Hopefully, you'll have something to be entertained by. Maybe you're working while you're listening to this. I don't know. If you're offended by anything I've said, that is not my intent. That kind of ruins the magic of it. Uh, but I just, I think some of these topics just show the absolute asininery that just is society. And now it has become such a meme, thanks to Zoomers, that if you say society, society, like it's such a flippant regard for not wanting to investigate further or actually delve into ridiculous things. Because as soon as you say society, everything you then say after that is now just cast away as empty words or platitudes, which they mostly are, but they're cast away in such a dismissive way that you're not even going to get to any, you're not going to get to the humor of anything. You're not going to even come up with solutions privately between you and your friends and you know it's never gonna you're not trying to be aoc you're not going out there and changing the world okay get the fuck out of here but she's still useful to sit here and talk through and logically go through problems and perhaps possible ramifications okay as uh what not confuse this person for colin powell soul powell Soul, Thomas Soul, isn't it Thomas Soul? What what a what a flub, old Thomas Soul. Yeah, we're just gonna go as Thomas Soul. I'm just gonna go with Thomas Soul. As he said, there are no solutions in life, only compromises. Okay, no solutions in life, only compromises. Well, the French are coming to their compromise because in life you have to take your compromises. Compromises aren't something that are always handed to you. They're not always mutual. Sometimes the psychopaths have to be activated. Now I'm not endorsing that. This podcast is in no way affiliated with any political movements or agendas. You're all idiots. And no matter who wins, I'm going to fucking hate you too. Because you're gonna, you're human. You're gonna fuck it up. It's okay. 
That's what we're doing here. We're laughing at society. Not me, not you, because you're listening to me. But as long as you're listening, you can feel like you're part of a super secret club. A club of misanthropes who know better than other people. Even though, really, your life is just as shit and garbage and derelict as the rest of the people. The amount of people that it would actually be worthwhile to be on this earth is probably in the thousands, the low thousands. And they're all comedians and we have to thank them for their service. And so with that, I'm going to go have to thank some people for their service. Until next time, until next week, unless you die or this country fucking collapse, I'll be here. <laughs>